Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What's up, guys? And welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. I am really excited that you're here for today's episode because we are huddling up and chatting about a topic that I think is not talked about enough amongst nurses. Um, I think the common theme is that we always have to be strong. There's no room for being vulnerable in nursing. You have to kind of hide your emotions so that your patients can focus on their own. That sort of mentality is the common thread amongst nurses. But today we're talking about the fact that you do not always have to be strong. So I think there is this general mentality, this general idea amongst nurses that we always have to be stoic. We always have to kind of hide our emotions and we have to be very strong with our patients. There's no room for crying with our patients or our coworkers. Like we always have to have this brave face on. And I think that this is kind of perpetuated amongst nurses. And certainly there is a time and a place. So obviously you don't want to walk into your patient's room, you know, letting them know that they have or, you know, talking with them about a difficult diagnosis and just burst into tears and be sobbing. Like that's not going to be helpful for anyone. But at the same time, I think there is such an important place for vulnerability with both your patients and your coworkers that is often not encouraged, often is discouraged. So I want to talk about the value of that vulnerability. So first thing, as I said, there's certainly a time and a place for really allowing your emotions and your vulnerability to kind of pour out of you. So obviously, if you're in the middle of a code, not really the time to kind of freeze up and start crying. Like that's not the time or the place for that um, expression. But I think that we generalize so much. So because there are so many circumstances where nurses kind of have to be a little bit more stoic, a little bit more strong in the sense that they kind of let their emotions, you know, hide their emotions so that they can kind of focus and be present in the situation because it's an emergency or their patient needs them to be, you know, that strong, brave face for them. There are certainly circumstances where that is the case. And I think we all know about those. So Keep those ones in mind. But today, I really want to talk about the situations where I think there is so much value in allowing yourself to be authentically human with both your patients and your coworkers. Vulnerability breeds connection. Being vulnerable, being authentically ourselves is how we actually build connection with our fellow human beings. And connection is truly why we are all here. So let's just talk about this in terms of 
our you know conversations and interactions with our patients. So let's break it down to that, right? The things that you remember most about your patients, it's not their lab values, it's not their medications that they were on. What you remember most about your patients, if you make real connections with them, are the details about their lives. You remember that patient A is a father of three and has been married for 25 years and is terrified of this diagnosis because he thinks that it means that he's going to lose his family. You remember that the patient that you took care of yesterday was a nurse 20 years ago and has been retired for a while, but knows everything about what you're doing and is so supportive and has that kind of, you know, fun wit of of nurses who have been nurses for a long time. You remember those details about your patients. And I'm going to tell you what they remember about you. They do not remember the medications you gave. They don't remember that you were on top of all their labs. They remember the conversations that you had. They remember when you asked them about their family or their pets or the things that mattered to them and that you shared what mattered to you. They remember the connection and they remembered how you made them feel. So I'm sure you guys have heard the the phrase that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And this is so relevant and true in nursing. I think so often we are so focused on so many numbers and values and diagnoses, and we should be. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) We have to focus on those things. But we also have to focus on how we make our patients feel and how we feel in that process. That is how we connect. And I promise you when that your patient leaves the hospital, they're going to remember the fact that you kept them alive and you helped them get through some sort of illness. Yes. But they're also going to remember how you treated them and how you made them feel. And that's also what you're going to remember about a patient. You will remember how they made you feel. And this is why I want to talk about this fact, that you don't always have to be perfectly emotionless, that you don't always have to be so strong, you don't always have to hide when you are struggling during a shift. I want you guys to practice the skill of talking to someone. So If you are having a particularly difficult shift, sometimes it's as simple as connecting with your fellow coworkers and expressing the struggle of what you're experiencing. For those of you guys who are working in anything COVID right now, I know that that is hard. I know that you have to watch so many patients struggle to breathe. I know that you have to watch so many patients beg you to take away the pain or take away the struggle or that you have to keep shipping them off to the ICU. Or if you're working in the ICU, you have to zip so many body bags. I know that that is traumatizing and hard. And I think it's not helping us that we are perpetuating this idea that we always have to hide that difficulty. We have to hide that struggle. Bottling up all of these emotions and all of these feelings ultimately exacerbates feelings of burnout, it exacerbates stress, overwhelm, and it just builds up until at some point you can't bury it down anymore. And it comes out in ways that you don't want it to. It comes out in your life outside of your job. Maybe it's that you start 
lashing out at people that you love or maybe it's that you shut down and pull away from people that you care about it can lead to things like depression anxiety all of these things that we are trying to avoid or leave or you to you leaving the profession altogether we don't want that sometimes those emotions need to be expressed let me give you guys an example so when i was working in the icu i remember that i had a patient who was in her late 30s. She had a few kids. She was really young, but she was diagnosed with an ovarian cancer that was extremely aggressive and extremely advanced to the point where she was coming to us after trying several treatments and was reaching the end of her life. We were trying everything that we could do to try and keep her alive longer, try and help with the pain, But it ultimately became very clear that she wasn't going to make it very long, matter of hours. And this was during COVID. So we often weren't letting family into the hospital. But this was a non-COVID case. And we made an exception to allow her family into the room as she was moving to comfort care because she had made that choice. I remember I was with my nurse practitioner who is just one of the most incredible nurse practitioners that I've ever worked with. And she was, and and this nurse practitioner was always so stoic and strong. And I'd always seen her, you know, just so knowledgeable, quick on her feet, could respond to anything and do so with this kind of clarity and logic. But in that moment, she allowed herself to be more emotional she didn't break into tears and sob but she connected with the patient and she held her hand and she explained her options and explained what we would do for her if she chose the comfort care route she explained the outcome in an honest way of what we could realistically achieve if we tried some sort of other treatment And I think that that connection meant so much to that patient that she felt like she could be honest with us about her fears, about what she was afraid of, that she didn't want to be in pain, that she could talk to us about these things, and that we could connect with her on an emotional level because we were being more vulnerable than we might normally. And her passing was probably one of the most traumatic for me because it was the most raw and real scary version of a transition into death. Um, I was the one assisting with her comfort care and, and her transition and her entire families around her. It was so raw and vulnerable, that experience. And I think that if I was simply a stoic nurse walking in, just being totally unemotional, giving meds and leaving... I don't think that would have been helpful for her or for her family. I think me being more emotional, like emotional, I wasn't sobbing, but there were tears forming. Like I, it was difficult to watch. And that connection with her family, I think, meant far more than if I was just some strong nurse walking through and not caring. That vulnerability shows that we are human beings who care. That's what leads to us making a real connection with the people that we care for and for the people that we work with. They see that. And they see that you're not just another smart person working with them. And this vulnerability 
I think is it's the same lesson that we all need to learn in our lives, I think is the one that we need to bring to work and with our coworkers. Um, that sometimes that connection is, bre- is bred on you just listening. So not always trying to fix something. So sometimes when you're talking with your patients, they just want to talk to you about what they're afraid of or what they're going through. And they don't always need you to come up with a solution. So often when we have these difficult conversations with our patients or with their families, we feel like we need to have the answers. We try and avoid those conversations because they're uncomfortable and we don't know what to say. But that's the problem is that we always think that we need to have the answers. We need to know what to say when we're encountering a, a grieving family or someone who's facing a difficult diagnosis or someone who's transitioning to comfort care. We don't know how to talk about these things. We don't know how to have that conversation. But really what needs to happen there is that we need to listen and express what we're feeling too because it shows that we are hearing them, that we aren't just trying to fix it. We aren't giving false promises because that doesn't help anyone. It's just a matter of being vulnerable. It's a matter of having that authentic conversation with another person. It's the same thing as if your best friend came to you and told you that they were facing something really hard. The answer is not always to give them a solution. It's simply to be present with them, to listen and be vulnerable and be human. And this is true for our coworkers too. You're going to have conversations with your coworkers where they're telling you something that they're going through that's hard. And it does not help that connection. It doesn't build anything if you simply say, oh, wow, that sucks. And then you just walk away and you don't express anything with them or share anything with them or be there with them it just shows someone who they feel like doesn't care so sometimes that emotion is so valuable so I think this is why we need to talk about it more we need to normalize being emotional nurses I'm not saying I know when I say that you guys are like oh my god (laughs) I don't think that we need to just be sobbing all the time or just expressing everything that we're going through and just being totally inappropriate at work or just constantly talking about ourselves or anything like that. But I think we need to make space for nurses to express what they're going through and connect with their patients on an emotional level, not just a medical level, not just let's talk about your diagnosis and this is what your potassium was and here's this medication I'm going to give you and it might give you this side effect. That is the surface level of nursing. At the core of nursing is compassion and connection and care. That's why you're here. And in order for you to do that in a true way, in order for you to be authentic in that role, you actually have to be yourself and allow yourself to feel the emotions that you're feeling in your day-to-day life. When you're on shift and you're dealing with something hard, I want you guys to start practicing being more vulnerable in that space. It's not going to be easy and it's not going to always feel comfortable. Some people aren't going to agree with it. But I think that there is such value in that practice. And so I want us to have this conversation. I want us to start talking about the value of not always being so strong. I think that that idea is so rampant in nursing culture that nurses can't cry with their patients or their families, that they can't you know, really talk about what they're struggling with or going through with their nurses. You know, we don't feel like we can 
tell our nurse managers or our coworkers that we're really struggling at our job, that we don't know if this is the right place for us. We don't feel like we can express that because we think we're going to be judged or that people aren't going to like us or that we shouldn't be saying those things, that they're going to think that we can't handle this. When really, I think that that, that conversation has so much more value than we realize that that is how we connect with our coworkers because you're going to express that to someone and they're going to say, oh my God, I felt the exact same way. That's what this is. That's what this podcast came out of was me realizing that I had to be vulnerable and I had to have these hard conversations with the world, with all of you people listening, because I knew that I couldn't, I wasn't the only one. And that's what this conversation is about. That vulnerability is you connecting to everyone that you're interacting with and showing people that they aren't the only ones feeling this way. So when your patient is facing a difficult diagnosis or really an end-of-life decision, that they know that they're not the only one that's affected by this, that you, the person who cares for them day in, day out, for 12 hours in multiple days, that you also care. That is more valuable to them than you staying on top of all of your medications and you keeping up with your charting. That connection means more to them than that. So I know this was kind of like a random little rant today, but I felt like it's something that we need to talk about. The fact that sometimes that vulnerability is so valuable, that sometimes you allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling at work. And even if, guys, I want to say too, if you decide that you are more comfortable expressing this at home than you are at work, that's okay too. But I want you to start expressing this. I want you to start telling someone or connecting with someone about how hard things are. And sometimes I think there is such value with it being your patient. Sometimes I think you can connect with your patient's Or just listen to their hard things. Because they need to talk to someone. We we are going through a time where sometimes their families can't be with them in the end of their life. Or during difficult times. And it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to deal with raw emotion. But I think that that needs to happen. So this week, if you are working, this is a week where patients are in the hospital and not with their families on a holiday. I encourage you to be a little bit more vulnerable with your patients this week, to express something that you're going through too, or just listen to their story, ask them questions about their families. And you know what? It might be hard. They might get emotional, but I want you to sit in that and see how that feels and connect with them on that emotional level. Because that's where I think the true value and compassion lies. And if anything else, I want you guys to go home and talk to someone about your own emotions in this job. Because I think so often we don't do that. I know that so many of you are going through a hard time as you're just starting out in nursing. And I know that so many of you don't tell people that. I know that when your mom calls and says, how's work? You say, it's fine. It's good. I'm glad I became a nurse. Even if sometimes you don't feel that way. So... Let's embrace that a little bit more and let's kind of shift the idea that we always have to be strong, that we always have to hide our emotions, that we always have to be stoic and brave and sometimes realize that there's value in being 
vulnerable and authentic with our patients, with our coworkers, with everyone in our normal lives as well, in your human self. (laughs) Because again, we say this a billion times, but you are a human being first and a nurse second. So I want you to work on being more of a human while you're being a nurse. All right, guys, I hope that this episode was helpful. If it was, let me know, share it with a friend if you think this is going to be helpful for them. Um, And I will see you guys next week. I hope that you enjoy your Thanksgivings. Connect with your families. Take time for that. Be present in that. Let go of your thoughts about work for a little bit and just be present in that moment. Be grateful for that because not everyone has it this week. So stay safe and I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.